Hello, this is Matt Slick from the Matt Slick Live podcast, where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's Word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. As I hear tell, all the parts are crammed into one big part. Used. Yeah. Then the one big part is cut up into little pieces parts. And parts is parts. Well, it's 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59, automobile. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... Now, my class, you will learn to think for yourselves again. You will learn to savor words and language. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and all your soul, and all your mind. And love all of mankind as you would love yourself. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. With all your soul and mind and love all mankind. Will it support and I fifty fifty one fifty two fifty three fifty four fifty five fifty six fifty seven fifty eight fifty nine automobile Aristotle's check engine light today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Yes. <laughs> if that seems a bit mystic, I like it. So Aristotle's check engine light. So the real question is what sets off your check engine light if it's a car it's quite often the oxygen sensor but for you personally like you know you know that something's not quite right here you're maybe you're angry or you're sad or there's some unbelievable crying that you're going through and you know that something has gotten to you you really don't understand it and so it's it's time to look under the hood <laughs> And so, you know, along that idea, Aristotle, you know, he's, he's got some wisdom for us that we're going to get to here in a bit. But right before we do all that, I just want to ask you, like, what, how do you know that it's time to check with God? Like, man, I need to be in prayer right this second. Something is just not what it ought to be. So we want you to call us with that story, 7884. So our mission, if we choose to accept it today, is to make Aristotle and the Bible extremely practical. Like how how can we use this information to really improve our relationship with God and thus improve our lives? So <laughs> you may have heard, right? Parts is parts. I love that. At the very beginning, um, that was from the famous Wendy's 1984 ad, right? If you heard that, that that's where that... That's the chicken nugget. Right there you go. Parts is parts. And then Johnny Cash's One Piece at a Time, right? That famous... And, and by the way, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, I got that picture of that car that Johnny Cash was sitting on that had been put together with all those parts. <laughs> I don't know who made it, but it was pretty cool. And then you heard Robin Williams in Dead Poet Society. And listen carefully what he said. You will learn to savor words and language. And so we're going to hopefully learn a little bit of that. And then we do that for a reason. Because, again, we're trying to get closer to God, improve our lives, and also improve our cars. So we, hopefully we'll get to all the above in today's show. And then there was Demidad Infinity with that song of loving God, which you might have recognized that from 
maybe Deuteronomy 6 or, you know, Matthew 12, all those places where it says, love the Lord your God. And listen to the parts involved in that, okay? If you're wondering where the connection is, Bob, here you go. There's parts involved. All your heart, all your soul. And then there's this strange word at the end that we're going to spend some time on. So today's show is always brought to you by Hebrew Word. I'm sure you knew that, Bob. Hebrew letter. Yeah, it's a letter, but it's also a word. Oh, there we go. (laughs) I've learned something else. (laughs) So the word slash letter is the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet. It's Aleph. It, It matches up real good with our A. And so when you hear alphabet, it's not unlike the fact that that's Aleph that begins it. And that Aleph, if you look closely and you do a study of the word family or you look at family, like the first letter in the word dad is an Aleph. The first letter in the word mom is an Aleph. The first letter in the word sister, you guessed it, (laughs) Aleph. The first letter in the word brother, ah, it's Aleph. And it's also the first letter in the word Adam. And it's also the first letter in the word Abraham. So we're going to get into all that magic there shortly. But, you know, before we get to Aristotle's famous quote, which you may know that his quote, a lot of people would quote him as saying that this, that the, uh, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, which is a little misquote, but we'll, we'll spend some time. So it, it all fits together with parts, Bob. And, and I don't know if you knew this, Bob, but my original position when I went to work in a car dealership was in the parts department. And so parts has always been a big thing for me. And you sent, as, as I re- recall, 109 U Pullet was a or is, right, a parts place. Absolutely. Uh, parts has been a big part of my life also. Right. So think about it, right, that the, 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 the whole thing is, is, is greater than the sum of its parts. And the idea being there that, you know, if you had all the parts of a car sitting there in a heap, you know, it wouldn't be quite as cool as having the whole car, but there's lots of, to think about in that whole thing. But I want to illustrate all this to begin with, with a story. So I've told this story many times. It's one of my favorite stories. And I took my granddaughter fishing in Colorado when she was eight years old. And I had been the only person to take her fishing prior to us going to Colorado. So I was hoping for a better experience when we got there uh, because she had not quite, it, even though she was eight, she hadn't perfected the idea of patience, Bob. And, and so, <laughs> At 65, I still struggle, brother. <laughs> yeah, so every time she would throw her, 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 you know, cast her line in the water, which she could do that. But as soon as the, 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 the bait hit the water, she pretty much said, I got one, I got one, and started to reel it in, even though, you know, there never was one on there. And this went on for like a day and a half. And then, you know, between all the snags that she would get and fixing her rod and reel, and she had her mom with her, which is my daughter, Tess. And and of course, we were, this is my granddaughter, Lila, I'm talking about. And, And so we're like I was getting more and more and more frustrated because we weren't catching any fish, obviously, due to the fact that we weren't leaving the bait in the water long enough. And You know, there's just this constant fixing of lines, which is frustrating when you were hoping to catch fish, right, Bob? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Tackle tackle box adventures can be challenging, and uh, when you break your stuff and you're having to dig in the box and hoping there's another piece that you need in there. All right. So in this case, Lila was my check engine light because after 
some time, I got extremely frustrated, really. And, and at one point, I just stopped her and I said, you know, Lila, you, and I said it rather harshly, I'm sure, probably very harshly, Lila, you have got to leave your, wa- your bait in the water long enough for the fish to find it. And she says, Papa, you have violated the first rule of fishing. <laughs> I'll never forget that as long as I live. She was my check engine light. <laughs> and of course immediately I thought well wait a minute I taught her how to fish what in the world is the first rule of fishing and she said have fun and I went oh my goodness you are so right you are so right the first rule she of fishing having fish, uh, fun reeling it in quick <laughs> that's what she's supposed to do so I said well Lila why don't we just pray for a minute, which is the best thing to do when you realize your chick engine light is going off. <laughs> and I said, let's just pray. I'm going to pray that, that uh, you'll have more patience, and I'm going to pray that I have more patience with you. And while we're at it, why don't we ask God if you can maybe catch a fish or two. And so we stood on the bank of that river there in Colorado that day and prayed, and I'll never, ever forget it as long as I live. Um, it was a neat prayer. You but have what to happened be careful. That- <laughs> you have to be careful praying for patience. So what happened next was, right, she casts, and at that moment in time, out of the corner of my eye, I see my daughter down the river, and she's swinging her pole back and forth like she's snagged. So I start to head that direction. I get about three feet away when I hear this, got one, got one. <laughs> I turned around expecting to see what I'd seen so many times before. But in this case, Lila had a fish. And man, she was like, I got you, you little dickens. And she was going all over the river. It was beautiful trout. And she proceeded to catch many more. Now, I love that story. And it taught me a lot that day about what to do when your check engine light starts flashing. But what I did not understand is that the word Messiah in Hebrew has the same letters in it as the word joy. And so the word Messiah, as you may know, has to do with anointing. Well, you may know the joy of the Lord is your strength and all those things. And I know in your presence is fullness of joy. I understood all that, but I did not realize that part of your anointing, in other words, what you're missing if you don't have joy, right? The reason your check engine light's flashing, Robbie, you clearly didn't have joy as you're saying you need to be patient, right? What I'm missing is that anointing of joy and you don't get that without asking like it comes from him it's not something you have inherently (laughs) i mean as much as i would like to know that so when we come back i would love to know what trips your check engine light how do you know wow i need to pray right this second because things are not clearly where they need to be 866-348-7884-866-34-TRUTH when we come back we'd love to hear your story and bob has a story for you, and it may be along those lines. He'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. You will learn to savor words and language. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. And love all of mankind as you would love yourself. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, 
with all your soul and mind and love all mankind. Well, it's is a 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59. Aristotle's check engine light today on the Christian Car Guys show. <laughs> Aristotle's check engine light. So what in your life is flashing at you uh, that tells you, boy, it's time to to check in with God. Like I, I need a father right this minute. I need some more input, right? However that may work in your life, whether it's anger or joy or maybe sadness, like you're, you're listening to a song and the next thing you know, man, your just tears are flowing and it's time to check in. Like God may be trying to reach out and reach out and touch you. <laughs> kind of like uh, last month at the fair. Right. Yeah. Well, I really got my bell rung that day. We were out there, and I knew things weren't, you know, perfect in my life, but things were pretty good. And uh, we got a phone call, and it was a friend of mine from the past that I'd known for years and years. Uh, his name's Mike Dillon, and uh, he was calling to let uh, to tell everybody about the uh, men's gathering that they were having at Richard Childress Racing, and uh, it was coming up, and it was just like, Boom. Uh, it, it hit me just so this is exactly what I need. Uh, Bob, you need to make sure. I said, God had him call in while you were on the radio. You got to talk to him. Uh, it rung your bell. Now follow through and go. And I went by myself that night, and um, it was about spending your first hour of the day with God. Uh 30 minutes of prayer and 30 minutes of reading the Bible and two things that both of those were lacking in my life at that time. And it was something I, I really needed a little boost. And uh, the meeting that night was just incredible. Uh, Robbie asked me, he says, well, who was there? I said, uh, 700 of my closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> they had a very, very successful evening, and it touched me. And if it touched uh, others in the same fashion it touched me, then uh, it's uh, it, it was a very, very, very awesome thing to be a part of. And I am so grateful to Mike for calling in and uh, you know ringing, right, right. ringing my bell that day. And so that's all the more reason that you should call, right? Because you don't know whose bell, like God is pulling on your shirt right now. Like, you know, you need to call. You you know that the check engine light went off the other day and I needed to check in with God. You know that that, that might ring somebody's bell that God's trying to get up with them. So you got to ring our bell, 866, the number to call, 866-348-7884, 866 Three, four, truth. So I know, Bob, you're wondering what in the heck is all this about Aristotle? Well, it's actually quite helpful. It, it really is. And I think I'm going to hopefully get this to where it's practical for you. So you may know that a lot of people would quote Aristotle as saying the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. But actually, that isn't what he said. <laughs> so that, it is helpful to me to know that isn't what he says because that sounds sort of like there's a math equation going on because, you know, there's some of the parts. And, of course, you know, Aristotle was not a mathematician. He, you know, he was a philosopher, okay? And so actually when he wrote this, which happens to be in Aristotle's metaphysics book, actually chapter 8, um, 
he was actually speaking about the de- definition of words. So, you, you know, thus you get the idea of what, what um, Robin Williams was saying. You'd learn to savor words and language. And as you read the Bible in that half an hour in the morning, which is critical, I can't tell you how critical that is to my life, that that's a lot more than an hour anymore. But nonetheless, I can't, I can't speak highly enough about that idea. But, you know, clearly you will learn that one word can turn a whole thing around, right? And so what he actually said, and again, if, you know, I have the whole quote there at christiancarguy.com if you want to look. But what he said was, in the case of all things which have several parts in which the totality is not, as it were, a mere heap, but the whole is something besides the parts, Okay, so if I were to pile up everything that makes up Bob Young right this minute, you'd have some potassium and you'd have some sodium and you'd have some water. And, and you could say that the sum of all that is Bob Young. And the, oh, that seems greater than. The, but wait a minute. <laughs> Salt and light. Like, I don't know that, you know, you can make that determination if it's greater, but it's clearly something besides the parts. Right. Other than. Right. Other than. And so what am I getting at? Well, here's how that that connects back to the idea of the first rule of fishing, because the word joy is the same letters rearranged of the word Mashiach. You know, it's the idea of if you hear Simsha, you can hear the same letters in joy as you would hear in Mashiach, which is Messiah. But the word that I was actually studying is the word at the end of love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. And then it says most translations say all your strength or all your might. Well, the word in Hebrew is the word miod, but that is a, another way of using the same letters that spell the word Adam. Now, Adam means a human being in Hebrew. Okay, so Adam and people, is, it's, you know, same thing. But those letters make up the idea of what you're supposed to love God with. Now, what is that in telling you? That, that, that the same parts that made up Adam, which is dirt, we should have called him Dusty, right? I don't know why they called him Adam, but I would have called him Dusty, Bob. I'm just saying. It just makes way more sense. But anyway, his name means dirt, and, and it really does. But if you take those same letters and put the mem on the other end of it, actually, then you end up with the word meod, which means all your everything. And so my question to you is, as you think about all your everything, like you're supposed to love God with all your everything. Have you ever been so upset at somebody that something awakened in you that scared you? Like, I didn't know I had that much power, like that superhuman strength that people talk about, like whatever pumped. Have you ever thought about that? All that that you put together and all that focus of whatever it was you had in that situation is what God wants you to love him with. Ooh. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's meowed. That's that's what that is. And, and you don't get it unless you begin to get Aristotle's picture. So we will be back with more on Aristotle's check engine light. But I need your calls, man. You got to call me. This is the Truth Network. You will learn to savor words and language. 
Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and love all of mankind as you would love yourself. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and mind and love all mankind. Well, it's 49-50-51-52-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-
right? And so I told my, you know, I'd, I'd been on this steelhead fishing trip up north, and you've seen the pictures of that. And Ooh, yes, I was very jealous of your fishing trip. <laughs> and me of yours. But anyway, and, and so I was just like, man, guys, you got to help me, because what I want to do is I want to catch one of those steelhead on a fly rod, and I want to, to enjoy reeling it back in while I am experiencing God at the same time right? I, I want that experience. And every time that the fish would hit, I got that feeling that, you know, like all you can think about, you're so excited to get into the fish. And so one of my buddies, Terry, you know, he heard me talk about that. So it wasn't 15 minutes later, we're on the river and I have my fly rod and one of them hits. And it's exactly what you just described. This fish is going down river. It takes the line into my backing. But before it even got there, as soon as Terry saw that I had a fish, he immediately, not me, but he said, oh, thank you, Lord, that Robbie's got this fish. And it triggered me to go, oh, yeah, I forgot what my, (laughs) that was what I really wanted to experience was I wanted to experience catching that fish with you. And I was able to, um, and then literally that fight on that fish for that fly rod probably took 45 minutes. Wow. That's, uh, that's pretty amazing stuff. But I'm not to the point where when the fish hits, I, can, I don't think I can. I can't tell you exactly what all goes through my mind. But well, I still am the trying. The Lord's I, Prayer, I'm not sure is at the top of it. But I want to get there. And I'm there, you know, every time I go fishing now, or if I go hunting, same thing. When I went dove hunting, I was like, okay, we're going to do this. And and here's the way, the, the best way to help is like, tell your wife, whoever you got with you, say, please, man, if I can, you know, trigger me, tell me, start praying, you know, so that I can experience it. Like your buddy did. Right, man. right. Because I mean, we are, well, you know, I know that feeling, man. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So what's your story? Come on, we, we triggered something in you, and we want to hear it, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. So again, as always, we want to mention the uh, Jesus Labor Love, which is car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And uh, not only do we do that, but if you know somebody who has a car, right, that, um, that they you know, it's not worth enough to check trade in or whatever. And they just, you know, we're going to give it away. Well, Hey, Jesus labor love could use it. Uh, you know, I got a text this week from a poor lady who's been on the waiting list for a long, long time. And she's checking in to see if I've gotten any cars and, you know, boy, would I love the joy, right? It would be amazing to be able to tell her, Oh, good news. I got one. I got one. I got one. <laughs> I got one. And so again, it, it's all there at christiancarguy.com at christiancarguy.com. All sorts of information, including um, some notes on the show today, Aristotle's quote and that kind of stuff. But again, the Jesus labor love, if you want to donate a car, you want to donate prayer, whatever it is that you've got um, that, that you want to help out with single moms and widows and families in crisis. We, we want to remind you of that, but also, um, as I was thinking about this, this idea, it was fascinating to me that this very week, uh, I had an instance with my uh, Toyota, where not only did, was the check engine light on, have you ever had this happen, Bob, where like the car started to miss really badly. Uh, it and, went in shutdown mode. And it, no, it didn't go into shutdown mode, but the light started flashing. It wasn't just Ooh. on, but it was like, we'll you know, er, and like you've got big problems, which was true. I did. 
I did. One of the coils in my Toyota head failed. Um, but w- one of the ways that I knew that I had big problems was not only the check engine light on, but the check engine light was flashing. Pay attention now. Right. And so being the cheapskate that I am, right, I didn't immediately call, you know, somebody to come help out. What I did was I pulled into my local, actually it was an O'Reilly's where a good friend of mine works. And I said, man, will you read the codes on this thing? Because the check engine light is literally flashing. And I said, I'm going to bet it's probably a coil. That's what it seems to be every time it does something like that. And he pays oh, yep, misfire number one. <laughs> and so I was like, well, just get me a coil because I know that's where we're headed. And, and it was, and it was. And, and so I'm back like my car's running great. But how helpful is it, right? That not only is the check engine like, come on, but when it's really, right? It's like getting your attention to tell you because you could really hurt the car if you drive it along, you know, with that engine misfiring for a long time. Uh, I just want to stop right now. I know this is totally off base, but I just feel really, I need to say this. Uh, just want to love on Jerry Mathis, um, and Dale, Julie, the, the whole family and, uh, Gina and everybody, uh, they lost their father, the patriarch of, uh, Ray's body shop and record service passed recently. And I was out of town and didn't get by and, uh, I'll be by, but uh, just some of the greatest people in the world, uh, the whole family, and we just love on them, and I just wanted everybody to keep the whole family in your thoughts and prayers, because right. yeah. they are just, when you when you mentioned you was on the side of the road, or, or about to be on the side of the road, uh, it just rang my bell to mention them. Yeah, and, and actually, Jerry was on the show last week, and shared a very touching story about how you know, he had a chance to share Christ with his dad, um, you know, really moments, or, or I guess within the last few days of, and, and, and then again, in the last moments of his life, we're pretty blessed as Jerry shared that. And, you know, it was, it's tough, but I, I, I'm so glad you mentioned it, Bob, because, you know, just very, very dear to this show. And, you know, one of our closest friends, you know, and, and by all means, you know, it was their dad. Yeah. And, and it's a different thing when you lose your dad. You know that. I was there. You were there. Yeah. <laughs> and you were there when I lost mine. And and so it's it's a hard thing. So, yeah, I'm so glad about that. So, hey, we got one more segment for you to call and tell us. When your check engine light came on, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Call us. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. You will learn to savor words and language. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. And love all of mankind as you would love yourself. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. With all your soul and mind and love all mankind. Well, it's 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55. Aristotle's check engine light today on the Christian Car Guys show. And with the idea of that being, right, the totality is not, as it were, a mere heap, but the whole is something besides 
the parts. And so we had talked about that today's show is brought to you by the letter Aleph. And so Aleph includes all of us in, a, in its own way. I'll get into that in a second. But that means you who need to call us at 866-348-7884 because you have a story about your check engine light. We want to hear it about when you needed to check in with God. 866-348-7884. So as we talked about that the Aleph begins the word father, it begins the word mother, it begins the word brother, and it begins the word sister, but it also, more importantly, begins the word Abba, which is father, <laughs> and, and it begins the word Adonai, which is, is very much related to Father God. And so when you look at the beginning of the Shema, we've talked about this in several shows, but I want to take some parts for you to show you how cool this all kind of comes together. So the very first line in that prayer in Deuteronomy 6.4 is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one, right? And that word, one, means a lot of things, but I just want to let you in on some of the parts, okay? <laughs> because as we talked about, you know, it's the, the sum of the parts make up something different than just the parts, but just to break it down for a minute, the word is in Hebrew, ahad. You hear what it begins with, Bob? Ah, it, it begins with an A, it begins with an Aleph for very good reason, right? And actually, if you take the first two letters of Ahad, you have brother. And, and, and brother is, when you take those parts, it's a very unique bond. It's a beautiful thing. Like brothers share a language. Like my brother and I, when we get together, we can talk about somebody going Bob Dilmore on somebody, and we know exactly what that means that you know other people outside of our family may not know. But you have a language, you have a connection with your brother that is, is a connection that, you know, it's, 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 it's very, very, very deep. And the idea is, in some ways, that Jesus is your older brother. You're, right, because God is your father, then who is your brother? Oh. Mm. And, and the fact that you're one with all them is Ahad, right? But the, the fascinating thing about the word Ahad is it begins with the idea of brother, and see, so this idea of brother, and then it ends in the same letter <laughs> that ends the word, or that is in the middle of the word Adam, that you hear that D sound, well, Ahad ends with that D sound. And, and it's, 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 it's very connected to the whole idea of all mankind needing to love the Lord their God with all their heart, with all their soul, and with all their might, miod, which also ends with that D sound. You hear it? Miod. And, and so like a hod ends with a D, it just would point out that that's what my name begins with, Dilmore. <laughs> just kidding. But anyway, that D sound at the end of both of them is telling you something. It's telling you that in order to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your strength, and with all your miod, you, you have to be in you have to be in the family, <laughs> okay? You have to be one, right? Here, O Israel, you God wrestlers, right? The Lord, your God, the Lord is your brother. Well, in order for him to be your brother, you have to have received the blood, okay? Which begins with that same letter. It, 
in, in Hebrew, it's dam, okay? It's, it's a dalit and a mem. Similar letters to the word Adam, okay? Okay, they, all these parts are making up something and they're telling you something. They're telling you that you need to be in the blood in order to be a brother. And once you have that, then you'll have the ability to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your all. Get the picture? Because once you have that, then you could have brothers and sisters. So this week is my birthday. I love it. And so Mark 10.30, my birthday is on 10.30. And Mark 10.30 is my verse because, you know, it has my birthday in it. And it says that those of you, right, who lose lands, mothers, fathers, sisters, and brothers for my sake and the sake of the gospel will not fail to receive 100 mothers, sisters, brothers, and lands, and oh, by the way, persecutions for my sake and the sake of the gospel in this present age and in the age to come, eternal life. What I'm saying is I have a hundred mothers because I'm a brother. I have a hundred sisters and I have a hundred, I have way more, okay? I have way more than a hundred mothers. I have way more than a hundred brothers. It's amazing when you start to put the pencil to how many real Mothers, how many sisters, how many brothers? Because why? Because Jesus' blood, which all has to do with those two things. Now, the reason why I go over this again is that the Jews are told to pray this prayer. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your all. They're told to pray that the first thing before their feet hit the ground. They're told to pray it, what, kiss a sign that's, that got that prayer on the door when they go out of their house, when they come into their house. They're also supposed to talk about it all day long. And then when they put their head on the pillow at night, what are they supposed to pray? That prayer. Why? It's essential. Because if you don't have that in your heart, your check engine light is going off. It's saying, man, you, 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 you need this information. You, you need to understand that that guy you're so mad at that just cut you off in traffic, he's your brother, right? That person that, that lives down the street from you or that person that's beside the road broke down that you need to be not, you know, <laughs> forgetting about. Now, he may not be your brother yet, but the only chance he's got at being your brother is if somebody tells him that, that he's got a potential to be your brother, right? That... And, and the idea of that whole ahad is that, hey, what, what are we doing here? My brother is down on the side of the road. If he doesn't know Jesus, whether he knows it or not, he's down on the side of the road and he is missing out on life and life abundant. And so, man, I need to be praying for him. I need to be doing what I can do to help him, no matter the condition, right? This, is, this was the picture of what God had in mind that we pray the first thing we get up and the first, last thing before we go to bed at night, Paul. All the fishing analogies today just kind of touched my heart a while ago. I was taking a moment to think and, uh, you know, about how I sniffed the bait a little bit <laughs> and then I nibbled the bait a little bit. And then I grabbed the hook and I ran with it. And I just wondering if uh, <laughs> if God was uh, really excited as the line was peeling off and then he started to reel me back in and and all that, you know, my fishing, the fishing stuff got to me today. Um, I want to thank you for letting me be a part of this. And uh, and it just really brought things because, you know, some of the things uh, that I have the clearest, the most clarity is when I can relate it to, 
to my life, and, and and that for me, I feel like I hope God was excited as I as I slowed down. <laughs> I'm gonna bet he was quit. more excited than you were when you caught that drum last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, it's just an amazing thing. The trip, the journey we've been on together with uh, you know Ray and I mean, I mean Jerry and and the family and and you and and just the group I've become a part of. It just really, really, really touches my heart to be a part of all this. And, uh, you know, thank you for having me here today. Oh, Bob, as, as always, you know, you are a brother and you know that. <laughs> and there's nothing like, you know, getting together when we do and getting together with you. Because if you're listening, my guess is your brother, your sister. And thank you for getting together with us. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. Thanks again. This is the Truth Network.